Reese, Bibbs, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Hello and welcome back yet again to another edition of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Mike Bibbins, on Twitter at Bibbs Corner, website bibbscorner.com, on Instagram at mbibbs. Don't get your hopes up if you're sliding on Instagram. Uh, I'm trash over there. Uh, but also, joined as always by my co-host, uh, Reese Williams, at Minder Reese on Twitter, at Minder Reese on Instagram, at Minder Reese on YouTube, at Minder Reese on that new platform, Trump God, I don't know what it's called. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa, don't give me the cone tag out here, bro. You just gotta get, you just gotta be tapped into everything, you know, you gotta make uh, sure guess. you got the pulse of the people. Um, America first and all that. Nah, I don't know about but, all uh, that. <laughs> me first. <laughs> how, how you feeling, Reese? I'm feeling good, man, you know, it's, uh, it's been a it's been a good week, you know. I uh, had a good day. Recorded the part with you earlier, Rashad and Tyler. Uh, got to see the Batman yesterday. Ended the week on two good notes: Mavs win and uh, a great movie. Yeah, uh, we, we <laughs> woke up this morning, um, fed my friend's dog, let him out because he's was out of town for the weekend. Came back, recorded the podcast with y'all. Sat on here, spoke to Shad and uh, Tyler for like three more hours after you left. Oh, because, wow. Because you know how that goes. You know how that goes. And um, let's see, I went and got some food after that, was, did some grocery shopping, came back, played with Denise, the needy-ass niece. I'm scared. She loved me, so I got to love her back. And uh, I ain't done shit since, and now we now we recording this podcast it's been a uh it's supposed to be a very productive day it has not gone that way except for this podcast situation i got two podcasts to edit tonight and get out tomorrow so you're welcome to the people that that tune in for that uh but the movie was amazing definitely keep your eyes out for that review with uh reese shod and tyler uh, on the bibs corner podcast we definitely had a great conversation we touched on hopefully everything i'm sure somebody will find something we missed but uh, we we spent two hours talking about that movie. My rule is the review has to be shorter than the movie, and we did that. So let me. That, know. I feel like that was fairly easy. But sometimes when you got shot on the podcast, you never know. <laughs> I mean, it was you this time. I was definitely shot. I was definitely speaking a lot, and and it's it's funny because I was being paranoid about shot going on one of his tangents or rambles. So I like kept trying to interject whenever I saw an opportunity. <laughs> but and I don't know if I'm sitting over here. I'm like. Wait a minute, this mother, this motherfucker going scene by scene on a three-hour movie. <laughs> I got an hour and a half to get up out of here. We came close to being done on time. Just and so you know, I didn't get my Popeyes. <laughs> I, I, I told Tyler I was going to check to see if you got your Popeyes. I like, ended up uh, taking my break during work to get some Popeyes. But, okay. Okay. but see, now, if we had started on time, we would have been fine. Yeah, we'd have been fine. Cause I, I expected two hours, and that's what we did. We just started thirty minutes late. Uh, shout out to Tyler. Hope he listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> Is Tyler funny. a basketball fan at all? Yeah, he's he covers the maps. He oh, has, okay. he's credential and shit. Okay. Oh wow. He, okay. He the games. All right. Big money. My bad. <laughs> he um he has his own radio show in in uh, Texas. Okay. Yeah. Um. But he uh, what did he say? We uh we made the joke after I think it was after you left about uh, CPT. And Tyler was like, now you remember, like, I'm the only white guy, and I was the one that was late, so <laughs> it was funny. Good times. Because, uh, yeah, we were all early. That was that was uh, entertaining. A nice little little change of pace, if you will. Equality on the rise. Uh, but that's enough of talking about things that don't have anything to do with the Dallas Mavericks. I know y'all seem to enjoy us talking about random shit, but, you know, we need to stay focused. <laughs> at least a little bit so we did have three games this week um we went three and oh wasn't expecting it but it happened i think we both said we wouldn't be surprised if it happened but neither one of us was expecting it and would have been fine if it didn't happen 
Yeah, I went with the safe pick. I usually always try to go with the safe pick because when I go bold, it doesn't happen. So, (laughs) uh, I went with the safe pick at 2-1. and I had us losing the Warriors game. Mm -hmm. But um, that game actually was much better than the previous Warriors game, to be quite honest. I said we got to come out and not go down by. You know what I'm getting? I'm I'm jumping way too far ahead. ahead ahead Let's start with the Lakers. Um, did you watch? You did watch the Lakers game, right? Yes, most of it. I did All watch right. the Lakers game. So we played the Lakers on Tuesday, and it was in LA. Um, we were killing them. Yep, like beating them down. Uh, you know, kick kick them while they down. Old man Brown was looking pissed every play down the court. Westbrook looked like straight cheeks. It was it was a beautiful beautiful events were going down, but then the third quarter <laughs> happened. LeBron started hitting deep threes. Like he hit one deep three. It was all right. He does that from time to time. Then he came down and pulled up, no hesitation on a logo three. Then he came down, pulled up, no hesitation on a wing, like falling out of bounds. Like I don't know what the hell he was doing. He was hitting some bullshit. And all of a sudden, the Lakers had confidence. And they took the lead, right? Yes, I believe. Yeah, they did take the lead. So then... At that point, I was like, uh, I'm not... I I feel like... Did you mute yourself? What just happened? It doesn't say you're muted, but I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? I hear you now. Okay. Start whatever I didn't hear it. Start whatever you were saying again. I was saying uh at some point during the game when they took that lead, I was like, Yeah, I feel like this game is over. I tweeted that out. It was not feeling good at all. Wow. Um I think I said to get Luca out the game. I was it that game? I, I think it was that game. I said get Luca off the court, please. Because I felt like he was he was out of focus. He was not playing his game. He was not playing the game that we needed to be played. Spencer Dinwiddie came in, kind of righted the ship. Uh, I put in my notes, didn't more Dinwiddie magic. Uh, got us back on track enough so that Luca was able to compose himself, come back in, close the game. Yeah, at some point during that game, I believe it was that game. Uh, was it? No, 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 no. It was the Warriors game. I'm sorry. What? Uh, I, I had tweeted something, and, and somebody said something. It, it was during the Warriors game. Okay. Sure. Yeah. But in that game, as we were closing it out, Luca was ISOing LeBron, LeBron James. Hunting him. <laughs> Luca got LeBron James on him and told everybody clear out. Clear out. And he, he was he was like, clear out. He said, bring bring me LeBron. Like, he wanted the switch. He and Le- LeBron was running. Like, he, I haven't seen LeBron run like this since the 2017 and 2018 finals. <laughs> he stepped he, up okay. the first couple times. And Luka walked him down and jade on him. And then after that, he was directing traffic like Ray Lewis. It was, 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 it, it, it was disgusting behavior. Like if that he, happened during Black History Month, I may I may need to smoke with Luca. He didn't care who it was. He was like, "Yo, you go get him." Like he was pointing this way and that way. Like screens were being set to try to get LeBron on him, and he was like, "Nah, bro, you from the quarter, you go get Luca. I'm gonna I'm gonna get your man." I, oh my god, it Yo, was it was rough. Luca was a savage. <laughs> like he tasted blood in the water. I ah, loved every minute of it. It was. It was beautiful to watch. As a long time LeBron hater, <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this: like I, we've seen Luke and LeBron play before. I haven't seen him hunt LeBron like that before. No, nah, that was mad that was disrespect. different. That was different. I don't know if it was respect or disrespect, but it was. <laughs> it wasn't good for LeBron's image, uh, and the people. Oh, he's thirty-seven. Uh, the other day, he's y'all were talking about. How he's the only 37 year old who's ever done X Y Z. Exactly. Still the best player in the league. Yeah, like you, you. If you're gonna say he's still the best player in the league, he's still top five, et cetera, and so forth. Then why, why, why are we giving him the oh he's 37? Because he's getting walked down by a 23 year old. 
No. Nah, he t- either he's top five or he's not. Like, don't don't do both. We not we not doing that. We not Jordan allowing that. Was out there defending motherfuckers at 35, 36 when they trying to hit. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know people. Uh, this ain't the LeBron weird. podcast though. Fuck LeBron. I mean, yeah, not fuck, Le- well, fuck LeBron. Fuck <laughs> LeBron. So you want to take that back? Um, but yeah, we walked him down. We got the W. It was honestly, if I could have scripted a loss for the Lakers, just because I am enjoying their downfall, uh, losing like that was probably worse than us blowing them out. Because they had hope for a second, and then Luca just came and took. I'm not gonna lie, I did feel that much better because, like, the way the Lakers have been losing, I know they was like, "Yes, let's go, we finally doing it." We this and then Luca just snatched they heart out like, <laughs> "Psych!" What Jay? What Dave Chappelle say? Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> you thought <laughs> as if you as if I would give you the chance. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm not even gonna give you the chance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so disrespectful. Oh, so, uh, Big Crip, Spencer Dimwitty, <laughs> went into the crypto arena and killed them boys. It was, uh, oh, God, it was a bloody murder massacre in the crypto arena, and uh, he was throwing up gang signs. I'm pretty sure uh, for all his his folks in attendance, but um. You know, I, I I'm in Spencer did what Spencer did with the enjoyer, and that takes us to game two against the Warriors. I did not mean to rhyme, but I do it all the time at the drop of a dime. Um, I missed the first quarter of the Warriors game. I missed the entire first quarter. I came in and I asked people what I missed, and they said Luca has 19 in the first quarter. I want to say we had 38 as a team in the first quarter. Uh, I, I remember in the second quarter, Luca did the crossover, had Clay Thompson stumbling, and hit the J on him. I missed the first quarter as well because I was at work. And uh, while I was at work, I could have been listening to the game, but I was listening to Froyo's jukebox battle. They were doing Drake versus Lil Wayne, features only. That shit that was amazing. Terrible. You're a fucking hater. Like, very much so like both of them. That's, both rid- of them. that's ridiculous man both of them. oh my god anyway uh, it was amazing i had fun <laughs> got home during the second quarter and i was like damn we doing these boys like this and luca dropped 19 in the first like okay we coming out the gate this is how i like it then it got a little close it came back in the third wherever you heard that before right um, but you know, in the first game, I mentioned Luca was kind of off his game, was looking kind of weird against the Lakers in the third quarter. This time, he he composed himself, he was calm and cool, and he did enough to hold them off. Uh, down the stretch in the fourth quarter, actually at the top of the fourth quarter, that things started to kind of get shaky again when Luca went to the bench, and Brunson was kind of struggling. Luca came in pretty early in the fourth, I find recall, and Brunson was was not getting it done. And I said something along like I didn't actually say it, I thought it. I was like, I really wish Kid would replace Brunson with Spencer Dinley right now. I'm about to find the tweets. Give me a second. Because this is what I was talking about that I tweeted that somebody replied to. I'm about okay. to find the tweets right fucking now. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Should I finish my thought or Yeah, go ahead and finish your thought. All right, so at the six-minute mark, Jason Kidd did replace Jalen Brunson with Spencer Dinwiddie, and it was highly effective. Highly effective, and I found the tweet. Perfect. 10.37 p.m., which I'm sure was the fourth quarter. Yep. I said, get Brunson off the fucking floor, man. (laughs) Uh, I got to view this tweet because I muted this motherfucker. Okay. Uh... If you're listening to this, because he fi- I soft blocked him, which means I blocked oh, I do, him, I then unblocked this. him. I remember you told me about this. Yeah, I blocked him, then unblocked him, then muted him. <laughs> and and I'm and I'm gonna call you out. At it's Colby. That's Colby with two Y's and an underscore. Brunson has fourteen three four on sixty of one sixty of one hundred shooting. That don't mean shit. I replied and said. I know what his fucking stats are. 
AKA, AKA, hold on, let me find, damn, I should have had this shit queued up, let me find a clip, I I got something specifically for you, and I'm mad at the time, I didn't think to reply like this, because this, this would have been the perfect moment for it, but that dumbass shit you said, here's how I feel, fuck how many points a guy averages, that doesn't mean shit, did you hear it? Did, let me play it again for you. I don't give a fuck how many points a guy averages. That doesn't mean shit. Is that Family Guy? What the hell is that? That's J.J. Reddick. Uh, um, and he said, then why the fuck would you complain about him? I said, I know what his fucking stats are. And he said, then why the fuck would you complain about him? I said, get out my mentions, bro. And then I replied and said, he off the fucking floor, like I said. And what happened? <laughs> what happened? Spencer didn't when he happened. Exactly. You know what I'm talking about. Stop playing with me. And this is this, this is the stuff that I be I, I be getting annoyed with, man. Like people get mad at you for reacting to the game. And they want to tell you about some goddamn averages. What what do you what is the average gonna do for me in this particular moment? Don't tell me what a dude been av- with his stats off for a full game. If I'm talking about right now, he's playing like a scrub. He's missing everything. He's making terrible decisions. That don't ha- his stats, his averages don't mean shit in this moment. Because uh, within those averages, there was another game where he played like shit in this situation. Right? So you react to the situation. You don't react to the fucking spreadsheets. I'm tired of this stuff, man. I'm so tired of these spreadsheet-ass fans. Well, according to the box score, his stats are... Kiss my ass, bro. Go outside. In in the name of Jazz, touch grass. I don't care. (laughs) Oh, man. A spreadsheet is not going to tell you in a clutch situation who you should have on the court unless you're looking specifically at a clutch situation spreadsheet. If you're telling me about some raw-ass averages, a lot of stuff goes into that. I don't care what a guy's averages are. If you're playing ass at the moment, go on the bench, especially when we know there's someone on the bench who has been playing consistently better in the clutch. Come on now. And this goes back to what I was saying the other day or on the last podcast about how we can't be married to any particular player besides Luca, really. Some of those baskets and passes that Spencer made down the stretch, I guarantee you Brunson would not have made them. Could not. Either, could not. Either A, the ball wouldn't have been in his hands because he's too afraid to go get it from Luca. With all due respect to Brunson, I'm just saying he's not as aggressive as Spencer. Mm-hmm. Also, he's not capable of making those passes. And he's six foot one for his size. He does finish in the paint well, but mm-hmm. some of the baskets Spencer got at six foot five, six foot six, Brunson would not have been able to do. It's just nothing not, against Brunson. Not physically capable. <laughs> not physically capable. And you weren't. <laughs> if you were playing well, cool. I would not have had a problem with him staying in. But he wasn't 100%. playing well. He was turning the ball over. And that's going to bring me to something I said in the next game. But we'll get there when we get there. Um, but yeah, it's 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 nothing against the player in that moment. But if you play like ass, I, I, I call for Luca to get taken out of the game in that game. If you play like ass, I'm gonna wipe you. Okay, you know what? It works. I'm not even mad at it. <laughs> if if I'm going to react to a momentary, and it's like, because I'll criticize Luca, and I'll have fans try to tell me, oh, you're, you're not appreciative. You're not this. You're not that. Man, shut the fuck up. Like, what is wrong with y'all? I'm reacting to the moment. I'm reacting to the moment. If I'm in love with a woman, you know, and she's tripping right now, I'm going to tell her she's tripping. It don't mean I don't appreciate when she's not tripping. Sound like I'm y'all calling just want out. Us- Sound like y'all just want us to shut up and be good boys. That's what y'all saying? <laughs> I'm not even taking it there. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I, I hear you, but I'm talking to them. I know you. Know. I, I, I definitely, I, I hear you, but you know, it, it's, the, it's, I just don't get the fans that think that everything has to be sunshine and roses at all times. That's not, that's not healthy at all. And it's not realistic. No. I, I am a reactionary fan and all I've said it. I said it in the skin podcast In every other facet of my life. I'm calm, cool, collected, measured, calculating. I, I can put emotions to the side and, and look at something from all sides of the, the equation and, and make the right decision, all that. Like, that's what I do. So when I'm doing sports, I want to be reactionary. This is my chance to be emotional and irrational. 
and I'm going to do that. And sometimes irrational is the right decision. It, it, you, you, you can't sit there and think about all the, the, the 50 degrees of how what you're saying about your basketball team is going to affect life. No, I, I, it, I don't care that deeply uh, about, about the, the, the future at that moment. When, I'm, when I see Jalen Brunson out there playing like complete ass, I'm tired of looking at Jalen Brunson playing like complete ass. I want him off the court, and I'm going to say it. Facts. I don't care about him seeing that tweet later and having his little feelings hurt. In that moment, I'm pissed at Jalen Brunson. Get him off the fucking court. And I will continue <laughs> to be that person. And y'all can continue to get upset if and you he's like. Fumbling. He, he's fumbling the bag quick. I'm just saying. It's not looking good for the, for that bag right now. It's really and not. And don't tell me, oh, well, did you watch him against Sacramento? Well, he's not getting paid to play without Luka. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. And what he, you know what, we'll get there in a second. So, yeah, the the the, the Dinwiddie substitution changed the game and helped us close that game against the Warriors. I think he, they, him and Luca pretty much took turns down the stretch, which I don't know if I've seen Luca and Brunson do. I can't recall. Ever. Like, I can recall Brunson getting a, a play here and there, but, like, never Luca's killing them. They double Luca, give it to Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie walks him down. I've never seen it. Like he was, he posted Steph up in one of those plays. Correct me if I'm wrong. That was one of that was one of the plays why I said Brunson wouldn't have been able to make that play. Or no, he wouldn't at all. At he all. would not. Like the only person in that I can see Brunson posting up is like Earl Boykins, and he's retired. <laughs> and Earl Boykins is strong. Like, and I would have I would have said Nate Robinson, but I'm 100 percent positive Nate Robinson is stronger than uh, Jalen Brunson. That's think, not anything against Jalen Brunson. That's just the fact that Nate Robinson is a big little motherfucker. I think Earl Boykins was benching like 315. We getting off track. Okay, uh, Muggsy Bowles. <laughs> Muggsy would have robbed him. Uh, Facts. That's how he got the nickname. But uh, I, let's move to that Kings game. Yeah, let's move on. Because there is a little bit of a, a, a pattern here. of us There's been a theme this week. Looking like we we're going to lose at some point and then things being changed by a certain player. You know, last uh, week. <laughs> I said the defense on this team, I haven't seen it since that 2011 team. And like I said, I'm not comparing the 2011 team to this team because the 2011 team is far superior. But there's also something else that 2011 team did a lot that this team has seemed to have been doing recently. More on that later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Kings game. So Luka's out. His toe hurt or something. Whatever. Toe hurt. Um, we were getting murked on the inside in the beginning of the game. Like, De'Aaron Fox was getting to the rim at will. Sabonis was getting offensive rebounds and putbacks. I want to say at some point we were being out-rebounded by 20 Had us in, like, the first half. Over. That's created a terrible visual. Um, Sorry. <laughs> I'm not even going to say what the image is. I don't want to know. I don't want to. Whoa! Anyway, uh, we were getting murked. Layup line to the inside. Couldn't get a rebound. Fox was on the the warpath, swiping and whatnot. But Dinwiddie, Spencer Dinwiddie, kept us afloat during that time. Not Jalen Brunson. And I want to say the third quarter, it still was looking kind of questionable. And then Josh Green, with his energy getting busy on the boards, creating additional possessions, playing tough defense. Like Fox was, he was all over Fox. He was making Fox at least work for his baskets. Fox was making some tough shots over him, but previously he had been doing whatever he wanted. He was actually having to do a little bit of work to score over green and all of that changed the game. And then Dinwiddie kept getting buckets. Final score, Dinwiddie had 36 Brunson had 23. Josh had 12 points and 12 boards, hit a big three. But Dorian Finney-Smith hit two big threes at the end of the game. And it's funny because before he started, before he hit that first one, he had a possession where he got the ball in the same exact spot and didn't shoot it, and I was pissed. I think he ended up driving and hitting somebody else who scored, so I was like, whatever. But I was like, you got to pull that shot. Yeah, there was a play where I tweeted out, Jalen Brunson, pussy, take the shot. Like... <laughs> you you had an I understand somebody was closing out, but it was way too much time for them to close out where you could have taken that shot and he kicked it to somebody else. And I'm like, bro, 
Bibbs was just talking about this a few weeks ago. Yeah, he's inconsistent. Like every now and then he'll pull, but he's still doing it where he'll hesitate when he shouldn't have hesitated and decide to drive and not do anything and have to kick the ball out. It's like, just take the shot, man. And this is when I say it's not anything. It's not that I don't like Jalen Brunson. I like Jalen Brunson because I want him to take these shots because I know he can make them. I've seen him make these shots. He's been making them lately. Yeah, so I don't understand the, the mentality. He yeah. Maybe he hung with Seth Curry too much. I don't know. <laughs> he's been unnecessarily hesitant. I don't understand it because if he's taking those shots, again, I it fits perfectly. It's everything we need. But if he's not taking those shots, then he's killing us. Um, DFS hit the first one, huge. And then the last play was drawn up. I want to say the game was tied at this point. Yes, they drew it up. Jalen Brunson drove. And I knew it was drawn up because it was a play that Jalen Brunson wouldn't have made on his own, which was confirmed after the game. He went up, never looked at the rim, passed it to the corner to Dorian Finney-Smith, who hit the actual dagger Mav social media, who tweeted that Jalen Brunson hit a dagger in the second quarter when we were down by 13. Are you serious? I forgot you didn't watch the game. Yes, in the second quarter, Jalen Brunson hit a dagger that changed the lead from us being down 13 to down 11. And they tweet JB with the dagger with the bullseyes emoji. And all the comments are admin. That's not what a dagger is. And they left that tweet up. I'm a, I'm a DM Mark Cuban and be like, what do I need to do to be a part of the mass social media team? Cause I feel like you need some flavor. I feel like you need someone who's tapped into the community and what is cool on social media. Cause everything they put on that Twitter, it's not cool. It's lame. I, it feels like someone's fifty-year-old white uncle is is tweeting from that account. And you know what? It would be fine if the uncle actually watched basketball. Because I, the way they tweet, I don't think they know what basketball is. Like they tweet like an AI that's trying to understand human interactions about basketball. I just don't understand. Like they, they, they mimic. You know what? I'm I'm I don't mean to go in on these people. God bless them, you know what I mean? But between the bonus basketball after we blew a lead and went to overtime, I hate that. And this dagger when we're down by 13 and I'm sure there's a plenty of other examples I could put out. They just don't seem to know about basketball at all. And that's that seems like a bare minimum requirement for your basketball team social media. It's frustrating. You should at least have one person on that team that's doing the live tweeting that actually understands the game of basketball. I, that's all I'm asking for, Mark. I don't feel like that's asking for too much. I personally don't either. But here we are. But I digress. So, uh... <clears throat> DFS actually, after the game, said that... Oh, no, Josh Green, after the game, said that he was supposed to be in that corner on that last play. But DFS came up to him and said, I got it. And he did. If Josh Green would have hit the shot, boy. First of all, shout out to Josh Green because when I came out of the movie and I said, we won, and I'm like, you know, what the fuck happened? Everybody was like, people's like, yeah, but Josh Green, you know, Spencer went off, but Josh Green, we couldn't have won that game without him. Like, I love to see people showing Josh Green some love. He got a career, he got his double double twelve and twelve. Uh, excuse me, great to see Dorian hitting the dagger, an actual dagger for the win. Uh, looks like Brunson had a good game as well, but it was overshadowed by Spencer Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie, thirty six point game. I, I went and found the last time uh, Porzingis had a thirty six point game was February twelfth of last year. That means the That's end of, the rest of last season after the all-star break or so, because that would have been around the all-star break after the all-star break. Uh, I didn't look at the playoffs. I don't think he had a 36 point game in the playoffs. I'm guarantee he didn't. <laughs> uh, and then the whole first part of this season before the trade, no 36 point games. So Spencer Dinwiddie, I mean, they, it, you can see the huge difference that he makes. The fact that at the clutch situation, it's Luca did not have to, nor did he feel the need to have the ball in his hands at all times. I've seen Luca defer to people 
and not look like he was comfortable deferring and looking like, give me the ball back because I feel like you're not going to accomplish things. But when he gave that ball to Spencer Dinwiddie, that was not the case. At all. Trust is already there. So, uh, or as uh, my boy Optimus Bibb says, Spencer Winwitting. So. <sighs> can we move on now? <laughs> we can. Um, uh, you, well, let's get to the middle. All right. Let's, uh, let's get to the middle. <clears throat> nice 3-0 and uh, week. Wasn't expecting it, but nope. happy nonetheless. But uh, um, I'm, I'm curious what this middle segment is going to be about because I think you've seen some things on Twitter I haven't seen. So I'm, uh, I'm intrigued. I see a lot of things on Twitter. But, yeah, let's, let's take this quick break, and uh, we'll get into this, this middle segment. I got some things on my mind. All right. If you couldn't tell from the passion that's already been ex- expressed. I could definitely tell. Hoops fans, the latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is too good to pass up. I'm talking Luka Doncic getting Navica Zubak on a switch, on a pick and roll too good to pass up. Barbecue chicken cooked. You won't be cooked because new customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still take your shot at a big payday. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Basketball Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 plus minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Avoid where prohibited. Minimum $5 deposit. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the TN Redline, 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467. Three six nine. All right, folks, and we're back for the middle segment. I don't always have something for this segment, but we do today, or at least I do. I'm sure Reese will have some thoughts as well. Uh, I'm gonna hit this first one. This first one's easy. This is light. This is this is gonna ease us into to the the, the middle segment here. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie. So. Uh, in the off season, there was a, a contingent of Mad fans. I believe you were one of them, Reese, that wanted Spencer Dinwiddie yes. uh, in the off season. Wanted him to be one of our our targets. Uh, I, I was very much on board with getting rid of Tim Hardaway Jr. or moving on from Tim Hardaway Jr. I don't want to say get rid of because that's that's harsh language, but but changing that that Tim Hardaway Jr. money into something else. I had Norman Powell at the top of my list. Spencer Dinwiddie was on my list, but he was down further because I wasn't sure what to expect from him coming off that injury. Um, I was not highly passionate about getting Spencer Dinwiddie. It was more of a, you know, if we can get him, sure. I was kind of meh on Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, Even when we did the trade, I was not over the moon about Spencer Dinwiddie. I was over the moon about KP being out of the way. But it was more, you know, if he can give us a little something, if he can be that ball handler off the bench, that's great. Like, that's gravy. And um, <clears throat> I wanna, I can't remember where I was. I want to say I was with uh, – I was in the in a space with Matei, I want to say, when I said this the first time. I was in a space somewhere. I was talking to – I don't remember. I, I talked to a lot of motherfuckers. But <laughs> the, the point is I said that if he can give us anything, it would be gravy. And in that space, I said, uh, this is some delicious ass gravy. Like I could eat this gravy straight with nothing on it. Like it, with it being on nothing, uh, this, this, this gravy that we getting from Spencer Dinwiddie is immaculate. That's disgusting. But 
I mean, if the gravy got like chunks of meat, and you know what, we going too no. far with the analogy. Uh, I, I this dispenser Dinwiddie, what he's given us is already ex- exceeded anything I could have hoped for. I'm not saying I expect him to continue to average 22 points a game, but I have no reason to think he can't <laughs> at the same time. So I'm happy. He looks healthy. He looks like he did in Brooklyn. Spencer Dinwiddie, I'm sorry I, I I wasn't as high on you coming in. I didn't doubt you necessarily. I just wasn't sure, you know, but I'm all in. I already copped the Spencer Dinwiddie hoodie. It's on the way. I don't buy merch. A Spencer Dinwiddie hoodie? Yes. Well, like a jersey hoodie thing? No, nah, it's like it's got his uh, his likeness. You'll see it. I'll wear it on the pod whenever it comes in. You didn't get that from the NBA shop. You got it from like his website or something? So the NBPA, the National Basketball Players Association, has a site where you can get merch for certain players. Never knew. Uh, I didn't either. I had to. I found it when I was looking for the Spencer Dinwiddie merch. But it's 500level.com. It's 500level.com. They actually had uh, Maxi Kleba stuff on there. I didn't realize. Like You can get a lot of stuff that you wouldn't find anywhere else. Yes, uh, <clears throat> but yeah, I'll get you the link. Like They have... Uh... <laughs> I was about to... I'm gonna say I, I was looking at the Rudy Gobert stuff. Like, I get some Gobert merch. I gotta support my guy, <sighs> but uh, <laughs> I, I respect it. I, I gotta support my guy. I got the Giannis shoes. I got the Dame hoodie. Uh, I gotta I gotta support Gobert some way. So the NBA NBPA website is is a good source for some stuff. I had to make sure it didn't say Brooklyn or Washington on it. Yeah, it doesn't. It has just his likeness with the goatee and all that. Um, and I think it says Spencer Dinwiddie or something across it. They got shirts, uh, long sleeve, short sleeve, all that. Every, pretty much any type of merch you could think of is on there. So, and it's actually not just. Um, <clears throat> I don't. I think it's not just NBA players. Like it goes beyond. So, uh, definitely, I'll get you that link. And I just plugged their whole website like they sponsor yeah, us. I, I don't like doing free promo, but fuck it. Uh, but anyway, I, that, that's all I got on the Spencer Dinwiddie. Did you have anything you wanted to add to that? Um, the way you were talking before the pod, you were making it seem like you said overreactions. And... Oh yeah, that that's the second part that I want. I just wanted to. Oh okay. No no, no 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 no. Um, I, I, had... I agree a hundred percent. I was harsh on him. Everybody knows how harsh I was on the trade, so you know, I've already explained my thoughts on that. So yeah, I agree with everything you said. <clears throat> okay. So now that we've done the foreplay, um. Yeah, you heard that. <laughs> Wait, you said that. I said something wild. Yeah, yeah, you said I that. Say something wild. I was about to get even wilder, but I caught myself. This is a recorded thing that people can refer back to later, and I don't need that on my record. So I'm not gonna say on your say, record. I was gonna wow. say that. I don't need people to have that audio to clip for me what I was what gotcha. I was thinking in my head at that moment when I was gonna talk about what was about to happen next. So, <clears throat> uh. Where's my notes at? All right. So, Reese, you halfway did it earlier. But one thing I keep seeing and I need to stop seeing is any reference to the 2011 team. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Y'all got to stop. Y'all got to stop. And just because it looks good, it don't got to be 2011. Come on, man. Maybe that's the last time y'all saw a team that looked like they could win a playoff game. In my defense, <laughs> in my defense, I didn't. I said on last week's podcast, I said I'm not comparing them. Yeah, I'm just saying I haven't seen that since then. And that's true because we've been complete ass <laughs> since then. Absolutely. So, <laughs> shout out to Mark Cuban for terrible front office decisions um, over the past ten years with us with some uh, broken clock moments sprinkled in before making the the transition to Nico Harrison, the god. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I need y'all to relax with the 2011 comparison. Dirk Nowitzki is not on his team. Luka Doncic is not Dirk Nowitzki yet. I need. Can we win a playoff game before we start talking about championships? You mean a playoff series? I'm sorry. Can we win a playoff series before we start talking comparing ourselves to one of the greatest championship teams ever? Stop it, please stop. It's not. It's not cool. We we talk about how people downplayed that that team and that series, that that run that we went on in 2011, and then we sit here and do it ourselves with this team. Come on, man. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. Don't water down that amazing run. That team swept a championship Lakers team with Kobe and Pau Gasol. 
that team put out the the Harden, KD, Russell Westbrook, Thunder, who went to the finals the next year. So anybody talking about, oh, they were young, they went to the finals the next year. Don't forget the Blazers. Who took down Brandon Roy, who was making his statement to be the next All-NBA potential first team, the next potential uh, uh, Kobe disciple. Like he was, he, people forget, like he went stupid in that series. LaMarcus Aldridge is one of the most underrated players of all time. Facts. People, when you go look at what, go he look at all decade team, go look at LaMarcus Aldridge's numbers and whatnot. You're going to be confused. Cause when I was doing the goat series, he was a little higher than I anticipated, but it's warranted based on his, what he's done. He made the all decade team. That's all you need to know. LaMarcus Aldridge, when his career is over, there's going to be a conversation about him. And it feels like he was never in the right place at the right time. He'll never be first ballot, but he might get in. He might get in. And it's part of why I halfway want him to have success in Brooklyn. But, and with Harden gone, it makes it easier. All right, just saying about LaMarcus Aldridge. We did go off on a tangent. Shout out to LaMarcus Aldridge, the OG. Um, and and just glad he's been able to come back and finish his career on his terms. Um, but yeah, I, I personally I have a problem with the the any the any reference to 2011. There's some people that do it in jest, but there's a lot of people that do it and are dead ass serious. And I need that to please stop. I need it to stop. When I see it, don't do it in my mentions. I'm not going to acknowledge you at all. Like I pretty much like or respond to everything. If I see that in my mentions, I, I'm scrolling past. Stop it. Please. Now, please. What just happened? Stop the cap. Stop the cap. Stop the cap. Stop the cap. We stealing stuff. Stop the cap. I don't care. I had to do it. Stop the cap. Are you telling me to stop the cap or them? Telling them to stop the cap. But yeah, like people in 2011. And I'm seeing, like, oh, we can go on this run. Why did you just talk like Batman? And I talk like that. You was like 2011. What the? I was doing a voice of like a fan on the top. I'm sorry, brother. Continue. <clears throat> but yeah, the, 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 a lot of, oh, we get this team and then we can get that team and then we can do that. Dog, can we get past the first round before we start talking about the championship? We have not gotten out of the first round since 2011. That is 11 years ago. Some of you have children that are 11 years old. Think about the fact that they did not exist the last time we got out of the first round and go look at them and ask them what 10 times 10 is. They can do math. Ask them the capital of a state. They can tell you capitals. They did not exist the last time we got out of the first round. My only focus is trying to get out of that first round. I I can't even bring my brain to think about a championship run. I don't know what that looks like anymore. It's been that long. I, I have like a shit ton of gray hairs in my head, right? I, I grew a little bit of a beard. It's sprinkled with gray. I look like I'm well on my way to being daddy bibs. Oh my God. And I have no children. So it's not a cool thing for me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my foot doesn't work like it used to in 2011. A lot has changed since 2011. We have not gotten out of the first round since 2011. Can we focus on the thing, the task at hand? That's all I'm saying. Stop talking about the two. Maybe it's Mark Cuban's fault. Maybe it's Mark Cuban's fault. Maybe Mark Cuban constantly shoving 2011 down your throats has made you want to compare everything to 2011. Maybe that's what that is. I don't know. I don't know, but I, I needed to stop on my timeline. It's not to the point where it's like I'm a block or mute you if I see it. But I am gonna ignore the shit out of you every time I see it. So uh, I don't know why I was so passionate about that, but I, I need to get that off my chest. Shall we proceed? Yes, we shall. <laughs> Should we take another break? Yes. Uh, quick, quick break. <laughs> <clears throat> quick break because we gotta get paid. Of course. Literally. Um. And when we come back, we'll we'll do the the unsung hero, which I got two options. And then we'll do the uh, the weekly forecast, which should get interesting. 
So I know you uh you probably got used to hearing bibs for a while on this ad, but uh I'm gonna take over the reins again uh to tell you a bit about our ad, our sponsor, Anchor. Uh back in 2020, during the pandemic, I finally took the opportunity to start my own podcast. The only issue was I had no idea where to start. Um, I didn't have any podcast equipment. Uh, no camera, no microphone, you know, uh, any things that you see in a studio. But what I did have was my cell phone, and that's why I discovered the Anchor app. Anchor is the perfect app for new podcasters, for beginning podcasters, for people to start their very own podcast. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, like I mentioned. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast through other platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. So it's doing most of the work for you. All you have to do is hit play, press record, and get your work out there to the world. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And the best thing of all, Anchor is totally free. And on top of it being free... You can acquire your own sponsors like the ad I'm doing right now through Anchor. So you have an app for free that you can possibly make money off of. Seems like a fantastic deal to me. If you're interested in starting your own podcast with the Anchor app, make sure you download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Tell them Reese sent you. And we're back. My cooked crack. Okay, Joel Santana. Reese, <laughs> hit us with that that unsung hero of the week. All right, man. So for the first time in about maybe three or four weeks, the, the unsung hero award has been tough. Um, for the past few weeks, it's been an obvious answer. Uh, it's just been one person, not much of a competition. It's been a two-man race for this week. Okay, um, so I'm on track, I think. A two-man race was really tough. I literally just decided three minutes ago. Uh, and my decision basically came down. I was thinking, man, this decision is coming down to the Kings game. Like the impact mm. this player had on the Kings game. But then I thought about it. They both had a big impact on the Kings game. So I had to go with my heart on this one. It's really no wrong answer. Okay. But going with my heart, giving the Mavs Outsiders Unsung Hero Award to Dorian Finney-Smith. Ooh-wee. Had to go with DFS. Ooh-wee. If you're looking for the points, the guy who took over, you go with Spencer Dinwiddie. That's the other guy I was looking at. I kind of wanted to throw Josh Green in there for the game he had yesterday, but the two game, the two previous games didn't hold up as much putting him in a conversation with Spencer and Dorian, but obviously Spencer had the 36-point game. He's bought us back and kept us in multiple games this week, but Dorian Finney-Smith has been the everything guy, the ace of spade, the glue guy. You look at the way that Dorian has developed his game over the last few years, and that's been seen in full this week. All the people who doubted the contract that he got, which is actually very cheap, I don't understand y'all, but I hope all those doubts have gone to rest. He's been scoring points, averaging about 17 points per game for this week. He's been getting rebounds, assisting, and the best part, his shooting percentage is through the roof for Dorian Finney-Smith. And not to mention, he put the Kings away yesterday afternoon after an incredible comeback had to give the Outsiders Unsung Hero Award to Dorian Finney-Smith. The uh, the race for Unsung Hero of the Year Award is heating up. I'm not telling y'all what the... I was going to ask. I'm not telling y'all. I'm not, <laughs> I, and I'm not telling biz behind the scenes either. I'm not doing it. I was going to ask. I knew you wouldn't tell me, though. Yeah, I ain't telling. So, you know, uh, shout out to Dorian Finney-Smith. But uh, speaking of last week, let's move on to the next week. And to do that... I'm going to kick it back to my co-host, Mr. Bibbs, for the weekly forecast. See what he got in store for us. What's up, Bibbs? 
Thank you, Reese. Oh, man, Dorian Finney-Smith, what a week he's had. Uh, for any of you out there that seem to be questioning that contract, you know, maybe be comforted by these two things. First, he's been underpaid for several years now. And second, his effort is never going to change. Be comforted by that. Folks, uh, it's got, we got an interesting week. We got a fully loaded week that's coming up. I believe we have four games on the docket. The first one is a huge one as we have a chance to move up in the standings to that two seed with the Warriors and Grizzlies losing games they shouldn't. The Jazz also lost a game they shouldn't. And we're on that ass, Jazz. Here we come. Uh, <laughs> that was a terrible pun if you dig deep into what I just said there. Uh, but we're on that ass, Jazz. We're coming and I did it again. Uh, the Jazz, we play twice here at the end of the year. We control our destinies if we want to try to pass them. If we beat them tomorrow, uh, we're looking good to try to steal that four seed. Folks, this is a huge game. It looks like Jalen Brunson may be out. Hmm, or is that Jason Kidd tinkering and trying some things? Will we get a Luka Dinwiddie backcourt? We stay tuned. Moving forward in the week on Wednesday, we got a pesky team that we hate to play. For some reason, they they seem to always compete with us. It's the New York Knickerbockers. They're on their way out of the play-in. Hopefully, we can help with that. Julius Randle just got fined. He tried to fight Cam Johnson, and then Cam Johnson dragged his nuts across the Knickerbockers after he got thrown out and hit the game winner, dropped 38 on him, 39. I don't know. He had the upper 30s on him. And that's not a temperature, folks. That is buckets that he delivered. Uh, folks, it was an interesting game for the Knicks. They are in an interesting place. If we lose to them, I will be pissed, personally. We cannot lose to the Knicks. Let's go get that done. Moving forward in the week on Friday, we've got another game that should be a W. But this team has been very dangerous lately. They beat the Jazz. They just beat the Grizzlies. Folks, I'm talking about the Houston Rockets. Kevin Porter Jr. is getting buckets after getting, you know what, I'm not going to say what he's been getting off the court. We all know. Uh, Jalen Green has been playing well for about a month now. Christian Wood has been splashing threes. Uh, That game could end up being a shootout. Our defense is definitely going to have to be ready. We cannot sleep on that team. They are dangerous, and they will be causing problems for other teams down the stretch. Folks, that's a huge game for us. And finally, the fourth game of the week, the Boston Celtics. In Boston, folks, we're talking about the other team in the league that's maybe as hot as us over the stretch that we've been on. I want to say they've been number one in net rating over the top past 15 games. Guys, this is a hell of a week. You might call it a hell week. We could lose any of these games for several reasons, for different reasons. Each team poses a different problem. But with that said, if we come out of this week 4-0, and 3-1, hmm. Maybe y'all can start talking about 2011 after all. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm just kidding. Fuck y'all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I forgot I was Did on the Did he just laugh in the bibs? <laughs> he just laughed in the weatherman voice. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. This is amazing. This is amazing. This is amazing. The character work. The character work is stupendous. This man, it sounds like I'm doing something completely different right now. This man That just, was way too rhythmic. Way too rhythmic. This man just laughed and finish up your skit, brother. Thank you, Reese. Uh, but yeah, four games, Reese. Uh, you know, it I wanna say we maybe should lose to the Celtics, but fuck them. Four and oh, let's get it. I'm gonna go three and one. Back to you. Oh shit. My bad. <laughs> I'm gonna go three and one. Uh the loss I have is the Celtics. Okay. Um, I'm excited for that for that game because we're two of the best defensive teams in the league right now. That game is going to be scrappy. I like how we match up against them personally, but they have been playing out of their minds. Um, but I don't think they're unbeatable by any means. Uh, excuse me, hiccups. Um, yeah, I think we'll beat the Jazz, especially us being at home. Um, we almost had them last game. Hopefully, we learn from those mistakes, especially Luca. Um, Dinwiddie is more implemented into the offense now than he was when we played them, I feel. Right. Um, he's getting more comfortable, so hopefully uh, that's a different look as well. Uh, he can 
he can actually play down the stretch in this game because I believe him and Dwight Powell did not play down the stretch. Was, was that, that a different game? No, that was the game, I believe, <clears throat> where that was the last game where we took out the hot hands down the stretch and it showed. It was a game we lost, right? Yeah, to, it was the last game we lost. That's the one I was talking about, to the Jazz. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's, That's what, what I'm saying. I was, we can I was learn confirming. from last time. Oh, okay. I was cool, cool, confirming cool, 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 cool. what you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, excuse me. God damn. You think you going to throw crazy. up? What's that? I've been drinking a ginger ale. Um, Bowl? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks, hey, Deadly. Um, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going with three and one. I don't even feel like that's Planet Safe because Planet Safe no. would be two and two. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm a. God damn. I'm going to go three and one. God damn it. Go ahead. <laughs> Do you do you agree with me that we could lose any of these games? Yes. Well, no. Which game do you think is a lock? I think the Rockets is a lock. Okay. The Knicks, for some reason, every time I think it's a lock with the Mavs, the Knicks is not. Yeah. So that's not a lock. <laughs> but if if we went one and three, I would be extremely surprised. Yeah. And no. Disappointed. Two and two is a worst case scenario. Yeah. Worst. And case the scenario. two better be the Jazz and the Celtics. Actually, no. Fuck that. We better beat the Jazz. Yeah, I need us to beat the Jazz. I need us to beat the Jazz. I, I definitely need that to happen. Um, especially since we play them again, and like I said, we can we can get to that four seed. I I would love to have home court in the playoffs. And maybe the Warriors in uh, Memphis decide to keep losing games. They should lose. I don't know. Memphis is is wishful thinking, but you know. At this point, it looks like we might be playing the Jazz, and I'm okay with that. Just as long as we get the fourth seed, get home court advantage, that that will be much better. Any uh, any parting thoughts before we get up out of here? Um, no. To be blunt, no. <laughs> I mean, we talked about the Batman on on the like, Bibbs Corner podcast. If yeah. you need that conversation in your life. Definitely go over. It was a lot of fun. You know how we do. A lot of jokes. A lot of uh, references to things that people, other people, you're not going to get at other podcasts. Uh, Horny Reese did make an appearance. I, I, it was warranted. A couple was, appearances. <laughs> it, was, it, it was warranted. For I mean, sure. It's especially, you know what? We're going to get off track. I uh, I don't have anything else to say either. This is well under an hour. I'm loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, as Optimus Bibbs would say. Um if you don't have anything else, I don't have anything else, folks. It's been real. Ooh, there is one thing I wanted to say. Uh, I need y'all to bear with me. Look, <clears throat> within three weeks, I will be done with college. However, I was supposed to have six weeks to do this assignment that I'm for my to, to end my degree work, but uh, due to circumstances outside of my control, I've lost three weeks. I had a decision to make of either dropping the class and taking it again in the summer or doing a six week project in three weeks. And I think that I thrive under pressure. So I've decided to take on getting this project done in three weeks. So with that said, I will not have time to finish this ghost series right now. That's going to have to come after the end of March. I hope y'all bear with me. I apologize, but that top 20 will have to wait and uh, probably come out in April. On top of that, Spaces might come back now that I, I ha- might have a way to download them and make it a podcast. It makes sense for us to pot- potentially bring the spaces back, maybe post game. We'll see. And uh, then you put it out as a podcast the following day. I don't know if Reese is on board with that, but I'm on. Hey, man, look, if it's helping us make more money, I'm on board with it. <laughs> there you go. So I think all our games this month are on Wednesdays. So I don't know if you want to do a post game or do it on Thursday when there's no game. Um, but we'll talk about that. But either way, hopefully we we bring the spaces back. We can record them, download them, and, and upload them as a po- midweek podcast for y'all. So y'all continue to get content. I know y'all be thirsty for it, so want to deliver that for the people. We're gonna quench you. You know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Not gonna do that. Close us out. <laughs> with that, with that said, folks, uh, it's been it's been a blast. I enjoy coming on this podcast and talking random shit that I wouldn't say otherwise. Um, but y'all keep tapping in for it. And you know what? We've been on, on a good stretch with listeners. Well, I appreciate y'all. Like and subscribe. 
Uh, make sure you leave that five-star review on Apple and Spotify. It helps us with the algorithms and whatnot. And until next time, peace. Peace out. I don't know why that was necessary, but all right. Uh, Espanol. <sighs> all right. Um, all right. <laughs>